Welcome to episode 21 of The Fellowship. My name Sponsored is... Sponsored by Primetime Little Cigars. Might be a world record, Patrick. <laughs> Ryan interrupted me in two seconds. Do we even have a lighter here, Adam? Welcome to episode 21 of The Fellowship. My name is Adam Hawk. My resident guest, Ryan Engel, interrupting me, stepping into my shot. What are you going to do? Off the top... I made Patrick laugh. <laughs> off the top, got to make it clear, I am not smoking a cigarette. I am smoking a Primetime. Who would you be telling that to? Which Your is wife? a... Uh, yeah, actually which is a little cigar. So this is a little cigar. Notice the brown wrapper, the gold filter. It's a beautiful cherry smoke. Uh, you're enjoying one right now. I'll tell you what, if YouTube had a scratch and sniff button, you guys would be delighted because these things smell amazing. And they were brought by our guest who, I'm not gonna, not gonna ruin the surprise, our guest will be here. Let's in dox him. Well, well, we'll dox him in a little bit. <laughs> okay, just our kidding. guest will be here in just a moment. We are smoking primetime cigars. We are inside the boardroom. We're thrilled to be here. We do have a guest this week. Last week, we recapped the Nation Desert Classic. If you haven't checked out that recap yet, we encourage you to do so. Some of the best feedback I've gotten on any single episode so far. A lot of people said really? that they really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I should know that. I looked at all the comments. Yeah. A lot of people really had a good time out there. And uh, a lot of people really uh, enjoyed the recap episode. Great take. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the tournament. We just had him. Glad people enjoyed hearing it. Part of co-hosting the show is co-hosting the show. Oh. Not just sitting I there. I thought you like, said follow my lead. Well, I, yeah, and here's my lead. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, it, I'll, I'll do better. Keep okay. going. Keep anyway, going. exciting times at Nation right now. Well, let's let them be the judge of that, Adam. Okay, very good. Exciting times, in my opinion, at Nation. Why? We have our brand new summer collection that just dropped. It just dropped. We have four new shirts. They were made in Peru. We switched factories, so now we have Peruvian cotton. The first shirt is the House Money. Beautiful looking hard color shirt. We have the Terrazzo as well. Today you are wearing the Robusto. It's a shirt that makes me think of primetime cigars that were brought by our guest. The mm. Robusto, mm. A, a fine, fine golden era hard color. And then speaking of golden era, we do have the Golden Hour. Not confused with the golden shower <laughs> okay not to be confused with and no idea why we needed to point that out yes please do not confuse our new hard color with a very deviant sexual act yeah man you were on fire today yeah. and i remember the it. dave chappelle thing when, when he did the uh, r kelly yeah you know what let's just remember it at a different time is that okay with you we'll remember it at a different time so we're very excited one. we have four new shirts the house money the terrazzo we have the golden hour this beer's hit me i can't i'm not a beer guy anymore and this beer gave me a shot of life. Very good. And we have the Robusto. So four new shirts. We'd like you to go check them out. Uh, we're very excited about this line because... Now we're broke. Because we made them in Peru. Yeah. We have switch factories. So enjoy the Peruvian cotton. Uh, how excited are you? You designed it. I think you did a wonderful job. Again, you are wearing the Robusto. Why don't you talk about the thought process behind this summer collection? I, I, I didn't know this show was a... Uh... PXG infomercial. All right. Well, we're not PXG, and this is not an infomercial. We're merely talking about the happenings of the company. But this brings me to my next point. No one hates selling their stuff more than you. Okay. Well, I mean, the whole reason why I wanted to do this stupid show is, A, you're pretty good at being a host. Thank you. Actually, you're, you're, you're really good. Thank you. Um, and you're also really good at being a doormat because it's really fun to just constantly beat you down. Yep. You know, makes me feel better about sure. myself. That's what I mean. So you're doing a, a service to me. Um, on top of that, uh, I, I wanted to do this show because I'd love to do something that's selling without selling. Mm -hmm. Advertising sucks. Yep. Facebook ads suck. Yeah. You know, playing the game—it's a dance we all have to have to swing to. But uh, it's just stale and stupid, and no one wants to see it anyway. So I thought this would be a fun way of doing that without doing that. And here you are, fucking doing that. So. Go ahead and do it. Well, you know what they call selling without selling? Hmm. Not selling. Yeah. So at some point, we should probably bring up the stuff that we're doing to the audience. But to lend some credibility to the point you're making about how much you hate selling, we were out at Indian Wells Country Club uh, just a couple of days ago, two weeks after the Classic. Here we were again, and uh, we were putting to test a very interesting business model, that business model being you being the model for our business. It's a, it's a risky proposition. I've tried to retire the past four times yeah. in a row. I'm, I'd like to say I'm done doing it, um, but clearly I'm not. No. So you modeled all of our shirts. I took the photos. 
This is how budget the entire thing was, but we had a really- And I told you we're broke. Yeah, but we had I, a really good time. I mean that. We, we uh, invested in the tournament. We invested in this new run, this new factory. We, uh, we invested it all. <laughs> Wait, yeah. We're all in. And now so, let's, let's- Buy a fucking shirt, please. Thank oh, you. There now, we go. Now you're there selling. we go, yeah. So anyway, we're out there, and at one point I said, hey, could you do a tips from the tips, because you were wearing the new stuff. Horrible idea. And I said, could you do the tips, could you do a tips from the tips? Horrible idea. By the way, if you don't know tips from the tips, go follow it. It's a satire golf coach account run by Ryan Engel. No, they're real tips. Yeah, real tips. And um, I said, could you do a tips for the tips and in it give people style tips instead of golf tips and tell them to go to Nation? This is one of my ideas that I think is great that you literally couldn't hate any more than you did or do. You hate when I ask you to sell this stuff. God. So not only was I asking you to do it, I was asking you to kind of tarnish your brand of tips from the tips. Yep. You went along with it. We're on the 18th tee box. I'm filming a horrible video. We're, we're filming. And uh, what came from that how upset you were to have to be doing that it sounded like shit i didn't know what i was talking about it's completely distracted with bullshit yep yep and i fucking drop kicked it and that was the end of it it birthed one of the that went straight to the delete folder but and he made me recycle the bin we have pulled out yeah. the video from the delete folder yeah. here is ryan engel hating every word that he's saying and hitting one of the worst golf shots ever because i absolutely threw him and off by the way game. i'm pretty much batting like near 1000 with with the tips videos they're always first take and i always hit it fairly good yeah and this obviously wasn't that thank you for ruining my perfect toss patrick please roll the video i'm ryan angle this is tips from the tips this is you know more or less a shameless not really shameless it's a, sh it's a shameless promotion nation golf it's your place to go to get styled out because End of the day, you're gonna suck. Can't help it if you suck, but you can help it if you work on your style points. You know. So we got the house money, hard collar, and uh, we're just gonna act like we know what we're doing. And the tip is, is that none of this really matters until you get to the clubhouse and you exchange some camaraderie with your fellow drinkers, pick up a tab or two, and tip your waitress. Now watch this drive. So, how much did you hate having to do that? Because I thought that it was hilarious. You don't even. You didn't want to. It, it reminds me why I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You like to go up there and have fun and give like jokey golf tips. And it's spur of the moment shit. I do it. I. It's always like, I got an idea. Do it. I. I hate. I hate it. Yeah. I hate all of it. I asked you to be Billy Mays. <laughs> yeah. And the suitcase literally came out of the overhead storage compartment and knocked you on the head and Decapitated killed you. Decapitated me. By the way, too soon? Was that too soon? Rest in peace, Billy Mays. We absolutely love it. Did he die? It. Yeah, exactly oh, the way that I just described it. From a... From a suit. You get wet there. Yeah. What a horrible joke. I apologize. To the, to the Mays. Wow, I'm Adam sorry. Hawk, man. Billy Mays gave me... Uh, You've been pretty good at picking fights lately. Yeah, well, I don't want to fight with the Billy Mays family. So yeah. apologies for that... Extremely, they'll never see this. Extremely tasteless joke. But uh, thank you for letting us get some use out of that video. We appreciate it. And with that said, and with everyone all cut up on what we're doing, new shirts, Father's Day coming up, get your dad you something. still going on that? I want to bring on our guest, okay? Now, this is really cool because for the first time ever, the fellowship is going international. How awesome is that? He's from Calgary. Yes, that Calgary, the Calgary from Canada. He played in the 14th annual Nation Desert Classic. Two years in the making. He's currently, and we'll get to that, he's currently on a one-month visit to Southern California. He's not a golf professional. He's a golf professional. God, I love the sound of that. He rode a moose, draped in flannel, all the way just to be here, yep. and we couldn't appreciate it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen. Maple in his bloods. Justin Ishak, the golf professional. Welcome to the show. Wow, what is that? The cheapest, dirtiest stuff I could find. The Canadian Club. Welcome to it. Yeah. Unbelievable. So you brought some Canadian whiskey for us, and if uh, legend holds true, you could bounce that like a basketball right off the floor. Well, you know. Second to hockey, that's our most popular sport. Why do uh, Canadian, and we'll get to hockey for sure. And by the way, thank you for bringing these wonderful little. Uh, Can you hand me that punch cigar? Cigar. Oh, you're done with this? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I love these. By the way, the cherry little cigars. That, um, but yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for bringing it. Also, you're thank dressed you, to the nines. Talk about this suit. Uh, this suit. 
I got out when I was thrifting one day. Mm. I love I love the thrift stuff you do, by the way, because I everyone knows how much I love old shit. But uh, it's nice when you see a fellow picker. You know, <laughs> I'm like more of a distinguished dumpster diver, is what I'd like to call myself. But uh, yeah, it's nice. Uh, I love the stuff where you're like, uh, cop or drop, and it's just like these fucking wacky fucking thrift shop things. Well, like it's a treasure hunt. It is. Like, you go out like to any like random store, and like the point you made, like oh, like the new clothes today like seem disposable. Yeah. And, like just junk. It's not good. And they're still around. It's that that just shows, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I was like going around buying this suit, like I usually like look inside, see what it's like made of, see like see where it was made or whatever. Yeah, like this one was made in 1969. Oh, excellent! So I had this suit made for me in 1969. Great year. Well, you're dressed fantastic. Before we get into all of this stuff, I want to mention that you are on a one month trip to Southern California. Why do? And I think I know the answer. Why do Canadians take such long vacations? You know how fucking cold it gets up there. (laughs) Yeah, minus. There's a point where. Celsius and Fahrenheit become one at yeah. minus 40. Uh-huh. And we experience that. Yeah. Can yeah. you fathom a negative temperature? No. Shit. It it starts piss drizzling out here and gets to 54 and people oh, lose their fucking marbles, dude. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, my tires. I need to change my tires. <laughs> True story. I checked the weather today. Uh, you're from Calgary and yep. I, I checked the weather and... Um, your overnight low tonight is 33, and there's a 7% chance of precipitation, which means there's a 7% chance that at the end of May, it snows where you're from. Tonight. Yeah, a good chance. Yeah, a good chance. Like, uh, usually my friends and I will go uh, May-long camping, like around this time, like for my birthday, and we've been snowed on more times than not. <laughs> By the way, as we're pouring this... Uh, is this Canadian Club? Yep, Canadian Club. 1858. As we're pouring this vintage plastic bottle whiskey <laughs> into crystal glasses and taking it neat wow, like the men we don't, are. Don't hold back, huh? I do want to say this. Happy 30th birthday to the golf professional who is here on his actual birthday. I can't, I can't even believe you blessed us with your presence mm. on your birthday. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Oh, wow, smooth as shit. Unbelievable. That's not bad. It's, it's really, good enough for Don Draper. It's it's not bad. It's got to be good enough for your show. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. You know, that stuff was made famous because of prohibition. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that was like the shit back then because of that. Yeah. And just like the uh, stuff you get at the local thrift stores stood the test of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna so it smells a little weird. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna yeah. talk a lot about golf here in a second, and for the podcast. Oh, I can't wait. For the podcast uh, audience who is listening and not watching, this is Justin Ishak. He is the golf professional. The Instagram handle again is yeah, just golf underscore professional. Golf underscore professional. Before we talk about golf, let's talk about hockey because my one and only observation about Canadians and hockey is that they take it so seriously that they refuse to refer to the professional league as the NHL. Every Canadian who talks about the NHL says, oh, that's just a that's a great game in the National Hockey League. They have so much reverence for it that they have to pronounce every single bit of the acronym. Do you call it the NHL or do you call it the National Hockey League? That or just the Chell. The Chell? The Chell. I like that. You've never... like, that. That's more so like when you're playing like NHL, like yeah. Xbox, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go play some Chell. Ooh. I like it. And uh, your team, hockey. obviously, is the Flames. Yeah, Flames, Habs. I like San Jose. They got a good team too. Yeah, they didn't make it, but Ooh. good kids try hard. Yeah. So, do you play hockey? Oh yeah. Um, I'd always played like street hockey growing up because mm-hmm. it was just like one of those things that like I grew up watching like Patrick Waugh, Marty Berdour, like those guys. Like I was a goalie from the get go. Like my dad was like a goalie, like in his like company league. His dad was a goalie, like back in Baghdad, like playing soccer and shit. And so like it's in my blood. So I that's pay- sick. I picked up playing like ice hockey. I think it was like 2016. Mm-hmm. I was like went out, bought a set of pads, like got them custom made for some dude like yeah. in Ontario. Sure. And I've been loving it ever since. Cause yeah, just doing a lot of like drop in hockey. It's like you get to skate for free as uh-huh. a goalie. Like they're in such high demand. So you're a goalie. Are, are do you stand on your head? <laughs> I try. Very good. Yeah. Are you familiar with this term? No. <laughs> it, it, apparently, it means when a goalie is really good, they're standing on their head. 
was like rolling trying to make like any whatever save like even if he has to stand on his head like kick the pads off or whatever yeah like, that's it's cool it's, it's a great cool. hockey term i like, like that like if a goalie shuts another team out like the next day the analyst will always say oh he took rask stood on his head tonight in the national hockey league <laughs> and it's like, this is amazing man i know it's english but it barely sounds like i know it. these words separate yeah but together this but together it's new i, I want to keep this podcast nice and light because we're so excited to talk to you we followed you for a long time we have very similar interests we want to have a lot of laughs today but i do and i hate to go down this road i, I do have to ask kind of a serious question oh, when fuck. two canadians are playing golf and one canadian hits a putt too hard does the other canadian say hit a hoose <laughs> i've hit many hoose <laughs> not from the green though wow <laughs> you built that up for that yeah, yeah i was that, watching your face you know, the whole that time. was i was expecting something a lot better than that well when i wrote that question i was very excited to <laughs> yeah, say yeah, I can, Oh, I can tell how just, excited you were, yeah. Just pumped out trying not to Oh, man. Yes, yes. And, and Adam's been waiting to I, show off his Canadian I, accent. I, this is your episode. I, yeah, this yeah. isn't even your birthday anymore. Yeah, this been, is Adam Hawk's day. Patrick, Cheers to you. Did I get that out cleanly? That sounded good. That's a great mislead right there. So I, I do want to – let's talk about your trip. You've been uh, oot in a boot without a toque here in Southern California. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, raw dog. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, he, he, that was actually good. Thank you. Uh, how, how has it been? Oh, I think I'm going to leave, dude. I think I'm going to let you two have it. Yeah. I'm going to go sit with Patrick and see what it's like on the other side Very of this good. fucking computer. All right. So how's it been? Honestly, like, I've just been getting spoiled. Like, I've made – it was like a core group of friends – like Bowski, Chandy, and Trav, who I became friends with through your tournament. Mm-hmm. They were going to sign up the year yeah, two years ago, two years ago when it got canceled, and right. then he couldn't make the last one. Right? You so. couldn't make the last one. Is that because the border was shut down because of COVID? The border was fucked. Yeah. It was like if you wanted to, like, you could go down without like a vaccine or whatever, and then but when you came back, they would basically put you in like a quarantine hotel for like three, four days. Mm. And it cost like two grand. Wow. And I work at a fucking driving range. Like, I don't make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's super eight for two Gs. Mm. Yeah. Just yeah. didn't make sense. So, like, it's one of those things where, like, I'm glad it kind of, like, it was upsetting at the time. I was, like, really stoked for it. Was it worth it? it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely worth the wait. Uh, so, yeah. The, uh, j- for me, hosting the tournament, knowing a lot of the players' background stories in how they got there that year. It's just fun for me to watch you guys thrive and mingle and, and be stoked, you know, because it's like, oh, that's that's cool. And um, I don't know. No one came from further than you this year. You you came from. No, there's some dudes from like East Coast, Midwest. Yeah, my moose was tired, man. It was quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, really, someone came from further than uh, Calgary. Yeah, we'll have to look, but yeah, there's there, we were pretty spread out this year. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so you're getting spoiled. You're enjoying your time in Southern California. You've been here for three weeks. You got another week left, something like that. Uh, let's talk about the Nation Desert Classic. Two weeks ago, you're out there. Um, you got paired with Young Bowski, Sam Baba. He's been on the show before. First overall draft. Yeah. First podcast I ever watched, actually. Nice. Yeah. So Young Bowski got you to watch the Fellowship, and then you get to play with him at the Nation Desert Classic, a event that you've been waiting two years to go to. What was your experience like at the Classic, and what was your experience like with Young Bowski? And I'll ask uh, both folks sitting on the couch to project into their microphones. And go ahead. <laughs> well, just hanging out with Bowski, like, we've been pretty much, like, talking in that group chat, like, pretty much every day for, like, two years. Mm. Like, that's, like, a testament to, like, the fellowship. Yeah. It's, wow. like, we were all, like, so hyped, like, on the tournament, like, talking every day, just, like... Not even about like golf or anything like that, just like bullshitting about like keeping each other company like during quarantine, like yeah. like commute chats and stuff like that. Like we'll just like talk like on our way like to and from work and stuff like that. Yeah, and he's got a long drive to work, I believe. Oh yeah, like an hour each way. And so when he's not listening to heavy metal breakdowns, he calls you. Usually listen to my bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Bowski rolled the rock really well that day. What did you do really well that day? I don't know. Kept my cool. Sank a few putts. Made a birdie on my own, or no, that that one. It was like the one birdie I got. I was pretty pumped on because it's like I was the fourth to go. It was about like 186 out. Guys like pulled push, whatever. It's like okay, like step up. This is the shot. Just like cranked a six iron, like chucked it to like eight feet, sank the putt. Nice. That was like that's my big, claim. That's a good one. Did that's they let one. you putt first because you made that shot? Yeah. 
I but, love that. Uh, yeah. I love that. that. That's fantastic. You work at a golf course in Canada, and uh, what's that like? First off, how did you find yourself working at a golf course? Were you a golfer that wanted to work there? What came first, the chicken or the egg, the golf or the golf course? The golf course, actually. Like, I've been working at a few courses. Like, that's where the term professional came from. It was like, I've basically just been exchanging my labor for golf privileges. Yeah. So, like, first course I worked at was, like, two summers, like, throughout university. Literally just raking bunkers for two two summers. Probably the best job I'll ever have. Uh-huh. Just, like... Driving around, getting baked, raking the edges of bunkers. Yeah. Like, sounds like a hoot. Yeah, <laughs> a fucking hoot. <laughs> Excellent. Um, when did you graduate from raking raking bunkers to getting in the pro shop? Uh, there was an intermission in between that. So, yeah, the first two summers I was at Heritage Point, and then in my last semester of university, I did a summer semester, and I worked at the Royal Regina, and I was just like, working uh, the, on, like the Royal what? Regina. Regina. Yeah. Okay. Experience Not familiar with those. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Nothing royal about it, except the name. Um, <laughs> real nice course, right adjacent to a train track, with a whole lot of potash. Yeah. A whole lot of what? Potash. Potash. It's like a mineral they mine that like helps like agriculture. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Gonna, Adam's going to be looking that up as soon as it shows up. I am fascinated by, <laughs> by, by Canadians. Um, some of my favorite people. And and you probably know this. Uh, Canada South is the desert, the Coachella Valley. That's all, all the Canadians, the snowbirds come down and they drop anchor for six months and live in where, oh, yeah. where we were playing a couple of weeks ago. What do you think of Indian Wells? Oh, man, what a treat. Mm. I didn't find a bad lie the whole day. Yeah. It's like it's a totally different type well, of golf down here. That's you're playing a scramble and yeah. you're in the fairway all day. But, yeah. <laughs> but even with like my ability to spray, yeah. it's like yeah. picking them up. It's like yeah, I could hit that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's in somebody's yeah. yard, but I can hit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Just get all the way. But sometimes those are better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They perfect. So you had a great time out there, which is awesome. Do you think you'll be back next year? I hope so. It's not a real easy trip. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah, love to hear that. And uh, what do you think of like the whole awards ceremony and all that? <laughs> well, the award summer, I was pretty bagged from, like, just getting cooked in the sun and just yeah. sucking back beers the whole day. Mm. But, yeah, as, like, the awards were going on, I was, like, just trying to, like, yeah. <laughs> like blink in one eye at the time. Yeah. I was like, oh, hang in here. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't get cast as the boob. Yeah. Right, right. What is your Canadian beer of choice? Would it be Molson or Labatt or something else? None of those. All right. It's terrible. All right, go terrible on. Terrible beers. It was, like, that's, like, one thing I'm kind of ashamed of. It's, like, Molson Canadian. It's, like, that's, like, the beer... That represents the whole country? Yes, it is. Well, you could argue Labatt Blue also represents the country. You only get that really on, like, kind of, like, the eastern side. Right, and yeah. you're from like the Middle West. Yeah. The Middle West. Midwest. Yeah. What was that? Midwest. I love it. Yeah, okay, very good. So what? what's your favorite Canadian beer? Uh, I try to drink, like, as local as I can. Okay. Like, so. I worked at uh, Village Brewery for a while. Mm. I was just on the canning line. And, like, that job was pretty sick. Like, not, not so much for, like, the tasks itself, but just, like, at the end of the day... You got to take on like the low fills. Mm -hmm. So I got pretty popular for a while. I wasn't drinking a lot, but like I'd show up to my friends. I was like, here's a flat for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, nice. Really? That's nice. Here's a flat for you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of a YouTube video from Canada that made the rounds uh, just out for a rip, are you, bud? I oh. mean, that's a cult classic. I think there's going to be like a Canadian heritage moment for one of those. <laughs> and there should be because that was my first introduction besides Trailer Park Boys to uh, Canada. And unbelievable. <laughs> uh, just just out for a rip, are you, bud? Going out for a rip. Uh, <laughs> and going out for a rip, you would think, if you haven't seen the video, it's like going out to smoke weed. But it's literally going out to braft your four-wheel truck. Yeah, there's a wide like. Like wide range, wide yeah. range. There's a wider range. Yeah, you, you want to go off for a rip? Yeah. yeah. That could mean a dart. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, want to go off for a rip? I that like could mean that. a par three, right? I kind of like that. Rip on the par three? Yeah, I kind of like that. Um, for a rip are you, bro? Speaking of going out for a dart, in Canada, it's virtually impossible to go out for a dart because when you go to buy them, they are behind a black curtain because they don't want to show cigarettes to anybody. So you have to ask for the clerk. What? This is a true story. You have to ask for the clerk to peel back the black curtain. So if you were to go into a 7-Eleven... In uh, the U.S., they're just right there behind the clerk. Yeah, you see, like, whatever brands. Right. It's like going to the nudie section yeah, in the it, DVD shop. Yeah. Behind the beaded curtain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except this one is black, so it's it's even more taboo. And behind the black curtain aren't just packs of cigarettes, but the packs of cigarettes have somebody on a deathbed, like, hooked up to an IV, and it says, this will kill you. And then, like, in tiny print, more pro. Enjoy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what, 15 bucks a pack? Uh, thankfully, I don't really smoke. Just prime times, like when I'm out golfing, shooting the shit. Mm. So it's never like an issue for me. But yeah, like one of those habits, like I'm glad I didn't really get into like full time. Like, yeah. It's all like my aunts and shit like that. Smoking all the time is fucking gross. But, but, but Canada hates cigarettes. Hates them. Black curtain, people dying on the packs. Like, it's crazy. Well, there are too many alluring colors for children, I guess. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Like, that's why these got outlawed. I was the target demographic. For prime time. Because I started smoking these, like, 16, 17. Yeah. And uh, we, Ryan and I have never seen these before. And you never. would think two guys that, that huff on stogies all day would know that there are... And they're delicious. Primetime little cigars. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, no, this is great. Like, I haven't been able to find them here at all. They're little cigars. How are they illegal? I don't know. I want to ask you two questions that you want me to ask you. This is the kind of prep that we do. I always text the guests and say, what do you really want to talk about? What's wow. it like working Way in the golf industry? Way to pull back the black curtain on that one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what's it like uh, working in the golf industry? It's all right. I like the perks. It definitely pays better implicitly than explicitly. Mm. And that's what I've always been here for. Especially, like, the place I'm at right now, Golf Future. It's like I've been just getting treated so nice. Like, I actually got the job by, like, sliding into my coach's DMs. Nice. Well, I, it was actually, like, a lot. It was like, it's like, yo, Todd, like, you need somebody to work in the shop? Because, mm. like, I was at a, a different course at the time, and they were kind of, like, dicking me around for a little bit. I was there for, like, four years, and for some reason, they just, like, cut my shifts to two. And so, like, all right, like, fuck this, fuck this place. So, like, I hit him up, and I'm, I've been there two years. Excellent. Yeah, like, our driving range is heated. You can hit it on it, yeah, like, year-round. Let's talk about that. So our driving range is here. You're just outside hitting balls. Your driving range, uh, it's like going into a garage. Um, no, no, it's a full range. It's a full range. Yeah, it's like 370 yards carry. Fair enough. But you're covered, right? Yeah. You're, the stalls are covered with heat, and there will be many months where you are blasting balls into the snow while you're under a heat lamp. Oh, yeah. We okay. still get like those guys that come in like when it's like minus 20 Celsius just to rip a few. Those days are irons only. Like, if you hit a wood, like, it's going to collapse the face. Really? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Does it still hurt the irons? Could it? Pro- could. Maybe it was, like, a hollow body or something yeah. like that. I guess you could go for, like, a super low compression ball, but... Well, like, the balls we have, they're, like, they're full flight. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Just, like, crazy. Ball, yeah. That's... So That's some commitment, eh? Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Fucking A, but... Uh, <laughs> You ever ice fish? Never. Never. What's the most Canadian thing you've ever done? Most Canadian thing? You ever stuck a spout in a fucking tree and just let it bled maple syrup? (laughs) And just suck out of Mother Nature's teeth? (laughs) While tying up your moose and... uh, Let me tie up my moose and get some... (laughs) (laughs) Just suck the sap right up the tree. (laughs) Now, we're going to let you get your revenge a little bit later on. I do have some prep towards the bottom where I'm going to ask you what your favorite American stereotypes are because I find those funnier than the Canadian ones because... You know, we live in McDonald's drive-thrus. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Americans. But you have described golf as a life-altering drug. Why do you say that? Well, it's like one of those things where it's like, like with any drug, like you build up like a tolerance to it. Mm. Like I see like pros that hit a shot that I, I like dream of. And it's like, fuck that, like that was bullshit. And it's like, dude, what? Like, yeah. like that was amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah, like the better you get, like the harder it is to feel satisfied. Like you hear about those people that shot a 60. It's like, oh, I could have shot 50 miles. Like, man, like, shut up. Like, yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot of that is having the wrong ideology going into it. You know? Yeah. That we've talked about it a number of times. That, I had that kind of selfish, self-driven like, performance. I, I it, like, yeah, like, it's just... It's, I, I, what did we say in the last episode? I was like, would you... Like, what would golf be if you just played by yourself? Yeah, exactly. It's about the people you're playing it's with. It's about the three other mm-hmm. dudes you're playing with, or at least the match, the, the other person you're playing against. Yeah, you know? right. I mean, that's what it was invented for, right? It was a match play thing. You play against the other guy, and afterwards you add him up and, you know, mm. ex- exchange some pleasantries. Love it. Uh, libation or two. Yeah. What have you. Yeah. When is golf season in Canada? Uh, pretty much like mid-April till, if you're lucky, like first or second week into October. So that's six months shorter than ours, but also six months longer than I thought you would say. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, just July. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get it while you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that's pretty great. And uh, do you always play the course that you work at, or do you try to uh, make your way around? 
Uh, pretty much, yeah. More or less, like, every day, like, when I'm done work, I'll, like, go rip the range for a little bit, go to the short game. Like, we have a 30,000 square foot putting green as well that you get access to. Wow. Like, any, like booking, like, and it's mint, too. Like, yeah. it does, doesn't see, like, divots or, like, pitch marks or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, and then, other than that, I'll just, like, sneak out on, like, the par three. Nice. Just pitch and putt. That's, we love that. We talked about that with Patrick Hardy, how much we love a good par three course. Mm-hmm. So, all your golf needs are fulfilled up in, uh... Canada. Pretty much, yeah. Excellent. I love it. No, that's great. So you're you're loving your golf life. What would you change? Would you change anything? Get better. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> and that's like one of those things I'm not trying not to rush because yeah. I definitely have seen like a lot of like improvement over the last like couple of years. Yeah. Especially since I started like actually like getting like coaching like professional help. Uh huh. Because like before like when I was working at Chiraca, I just like finish my shift, hit a basketball, like, and just go like shoot like a one twenty. Right. Because. It's so hard. It's so hard to get like good by yourself. It is because you're practicing the wrong things. Yeah, you're you're embedding bad habits. Exactly. So, are you able to get free coaching at your place? Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, like Todd's been taking really good care of me. Like Coach Mo, like Ryan, like here and there. Yeah, your swing looks great. It's hard (laughs) at the range. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's it's hard not to watch your swing and then watch your hair go from like nine o'clock to three o'clock as you as you finish the swing. (laughs) Uh, you wear a straw hat often. Where did the straw hat come from, and what's the story behind why you're a straw hat guy? Thrifting. Thrifting. Mm-hmm. I was like, saw it, I was out and about. It was two bucks. And I was like... There's something to be said about the... Uh, this isn't really a... Try not to use like a negative term here, because I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. Um, there's something to be said about the tchotchke or like cliche maybe some would think bad golf fashion pieces mm. and flipping them into something cool you know yeah. what i mean yeah like i've been pretty well about that like that's yeah, you where know I, what I mean like, like pretty much had to because, like manifest some confidence like okay exactly. if, I, if i can pull off it's like a swag this shirt thing. it's a swag yeah. thing because it's like the 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 general consumer that buys that hat like doesn't have much fashion fashion sets mm. usually like right. when you see that hat worn but then you see it on someone who's like a little more hip a little younger a little better in shape clearly has like a little thing going on you know like yeah like there's like a style that's being portrayed from your ensemble and then you see that hat on you're just like well that's kind of cool yeah you know uh-huh. like and i that's what i love about thrifting and vintage stuff is that i think it opens up your palette to like be more open-minded to be like fuck i think i could pull that off mm, whereas you'd never even know blues yeah and, and you'd never even know because where are you gonna fucking buy find that to begin with um and here you are wearing this awful stuff but making it look cool you know yeah. I, I, lo- I love that kind of shit yeah you know um that being said the chrome tip belts from the 90s that's probably where i draw the line yeah um, <laughs> because you'll see those a lot with that hat but uh you pull it off, you know? Thanks. What's more important to your look, the hair, the hat, or the sunglasses? All of them feed into the look. Actually, mm. the uh, the sideburns do too. Mm. So rank them. Your Mount Rushmore, because there are four, sideburns, hair, sunglasses, straw hat. Wow, very Canadian of you. Yeah. Right? Pro- <laughs> rank the best you met, American presidents on a fucking rock yeah. for us. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, what, what, what's, what's the most important thing to your look? <laughs> The hair. I, I'd probably say sunglasses. Sunglasses over. I I thought that that would be fourth. What's second? Uh, sunglasses. Uh, probably the hat because the hat keeps the hair in check. All right. And then now you're left with uh, burns and the hair. So. Uh, that's like that's a combo deal. Yeah. You don't right. get one Those come together. Because that that there was a brief period, probably about like four or five years ago. Yeah. I shaved off all my hair. Mm. I donated it. And I saw the sideburns. And I just looked like a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for April Fools, a couple years ago, you decided to tell people you shaved your hair. That's where that photo was from. Caused a commotion. Yeah, more DMs than I ever got. Yeah, That's I awesome. sniffed it out though. <laughs> I DM'd you and said, "Nice try." This guy's a phony. Not yet. He's a big phony. <laughs> nice try, professional. Um, I do have something very exciting for everybody. Patrick, I'm talking to you. Audience, I'm talking to you. Ryan, I'm talking to you. Professional, I'm talking to you. For the first time in fellowship history, we are going to debut a brand new game show. Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) And I cannot wait. Oh, my God. This game show is called Know Your Hat. Not the hat on your head, but America's hat. I will be the host. 
My contestant to prove if he knows his hat or not will be Ryan J. Engel. Are you ready to play Know Your Hat? I've got 10 questions about... I have 10 questions about Canada about for you. If you get five of them right, if you get five right, if you get five right, I will give you a cool, crisp $100 bill. Does this go against or towards the billion dollars bill? It goes... I'll, we'll just put it in the pile, okay, of the money that I owe. Would you like to play Know Your Hat? $100 if you get five questions about Canada right. Let me have it. All right, here we go. Question number one. This How, is all for me. All for you. And he's the judge. No, professionals. I just probably go, don't even know this. He's, he's going, uh, you will know these. Professionals just going to sit here and be delighted by how little we know about Canada, okay? okay? All right, question number one. How many provinces are in Canada? Five. Incorrect. <laughs> there are ten provinces ten? in Canada. Oh, those ones up north don't count. Those are territories. Yeah, those are territories. yeah, you're right. They don't count. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's fucking ten? You are 0 for 1. There are ten provinces in Canada. Unbelievable. Name them. Uh, Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, New Brunswick, Manitoba. Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, Ontario, Prince Edward Island. I Quebec. thought Nova Scotia was in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Quebec and Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, that sounds fun. Yeah, all right. It's, it's, it's not. not. Question number two. You were yeah, 0 for 1. Like yeah. Yeah. Forget oh. about it. Yeah. You were 0 for 1. Question number two. How many colors are in the Canadian flag? Two. Ding, ding, ding. He is right, Patrick. You are 1 for 2, 4 more, and you win $100. <laughs> Question number three. What is the biggest city by population in Canada? Toronto. Folks, he's two for three. You even you, said it right. You didn't then say the other T. Mm. How do you say Toronto? Toronto. 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 So you don't say Toronto. Yeah, that's how you know Toronto. you're Toronto. Oh, okay, very good. Oh yeah, just ripping out to Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> you're two for three. I like my favorite Mexican food is in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. There are 32 teams in the National Hockey League. How many are located in Canada? Oh, frick. I think I used to know this. Five. You were wrong. There are seven teams located in seven? Canada. Seven teams. How many of them are expansion teams? I think... How no. many were there originally? Well, there were only One. six originally, yeah. right? There were or only no, two. There were only six NHL yeah, teams originally. For Toronto and Montreal. Yeah. So there are the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers. You got to remember, my brain operates more like like mid-80s, early 90s. That's why I put that question in. All right. Well, I was bound to lose that one. Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers, Montreal Canadiens, Ottawa Senators, Toronto Maple Leafs, Vancouver Canucks, Winnipeg Jets. Question number five, you were two for four. I would say two of those teams don't count. What is Canada's <laughs> national animal? Ooh. I think it's something weird, isn't it? Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> Fuck. Is it the squirrel? <laughs> you are so close. It's the beaver. I knew it was something yeah. weird. On the road. And I was gonna say. I, I I was gonna say this as a joke, but mm. I was like, in my mind, I was like, it reminds me of a fucking wallaby. Well, you know, you were close. So yes. It's a beaver. It's a beaver. It should be the fucking moose. Let's be honest. Probably. That's but a pretty it, mighty animal. Yeah. Moose are fucking scary. Oh, absolutely. Like, those things are... Dude, you see one of those things? It's like four, like, chair legs, and then, like, 1,500 pounds of meat. Yeah. Like, a, moose, your head. a moose yeah. looks like a woolly mammoth raped a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Uh, you just did. <laughs> so what are we going to do? All right. I mean, those things are fucking huge. You are two for five. Question, That's not bad. Quite. It's not bad. Question number six. A Canadian dish made of French fries, cheese curds, and gravy is referred to as what? Oh, fuck. I used to know this, too. <laughs> Patrick knows. Professional, you know, obviously. Fish well, and you eat it every day for breakfast. Fish and, fish and fat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, poutine. Poutine. But then. Is that how you say it? In the Quebec, French? yeah. Poutine. In, in, in Quebec. Yeah. Poutine. Oh, I forgot poutine. about the French connection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, you are two for six, and we are moving on to question number seven. You need three of these last four uh, answered correctly to win the $100. Uh, In ten seconds or less, name three United States that touch Canada go. 
Maine, uh, Oregon. <laughs> Wait, no, what? Uh, uh, North Dakota. And you're out of time. <laughs> I cannot believe you said Oregon. Oh, that is unbelievable, folks. This is going great. Ten right. seconds. That I, I probably deserve 20. <laughs> to like, name three states? That's, yeah. I'm giving you two seconds to name anything that's basically on the top. Yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. Yell it out. North Dakota, Montana, Idaho. Montana touches it? Yes. Yes. He's he's done it. Illinois? That touches the lake, so that doesn't count. Michigan. Uh, you, again, Patrick is correct. If everyone can hear him. Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, <laughs> New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Vermont Michigan. Vermont touches it? North Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Washington, and Alaska. 13 different states touch, and you said Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess everything above California is practically Canada. Uh, so everything north of or east of the five freeway to me is Mission Viejo. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know. you're two for seven. You're gonna need a pitch a perfect game from this point out. I'm, I'm that kind of a player. Here we go. Your back is against the wall. Justin Trudeau does what job in Canada? Prime Minister. Boom, baby. And boy, does he do a poor job. Hey, at take it, it easy. <laughs> I, I would have accepted not a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say something more colorful, but I pulled in the race. All right, very good. So you are now three for eight with two questions left. And I have a feeling you're going to get at least one of these right. And this is the question I think you're going to nail. And if you don't, you're probably going to want us to edit it out. It will be embarrassing. In 2003, Tiger Woods put the green jacket on which Masters winning Canadian golfer? Uh, Mike Weir. Very good. Yeah. Folks, this... still can't believe he won that tournament. Okay, and while you're thinking about that, no, it's not that it's Canadians. That, that was just like, I think everybody was just like, what? <laughs> Who? Yeah. <laughs> but then when Zach Johnson did it too, it was like, wait, are we haven't seen a trend here? You know? And is Zach, Johnson, is Zach Johnson Canadian? No. I'm saying like a little guy, short knocker. Oh, um, Randy's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that being said, Mike Weir seems like a great dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But man, he really didn't do much after that. Correct. This is your final question. You are four for nine. This is not staged, but this is perfect. You answer this correctly. It's $100. You get it wrong. It's absolutely nothing. Four for nine. Question number 10. You need five right for the $100. If I get this $100, I'm going to donate it to the golf professional 30 years on this planet fund. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Very good. So this it's is your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is birthday money for you if he gets it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not making it up. It's written like this. I'll show it to you afterwards. You're going to be so mad that this is your final question. You might walk off. Who is the greatest Canadian of all time? Mo Norman. Incorrect. The correct answer is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Folks, he's four for ten. No money. He got it wrong. Keanu Reeves, greatest Canadian of all time. Look it up. I would have accepted that. That is carry. bullshit. Here we go. Here we go. You should have got one more right before that, and you wouldn't have been subjected to the subjective answer. Which How does greatest, Keanu maybe, nicest, sure. So you agree that he's the greatest? He's up there. Keanu Reeves. The Canadian is he's the greatest. He's up there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like the baddest. But like, well, I just did. No. And uh, my prep, my game, you came very close. Uh, four for ten, valiant effort. Keanu uh, Oregon bordering Canada cost you a hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, it still wasn't enough time. I had to think, you know? Yeah, anyway, so thank you for playing the game. That was Know Your Hat, and uh, Ryan Engel kind of knows his hat. I would like to say that I did okay. I think you did too. Good. As a Canadian, um, what questions do you think that he definitely should have gotten correct that he didn't? Was it... Um, I feel like he was spot on for Mo Norman. Oh, okay. Wow, the guy was like a golf savant. Well, thank God you're not a judge, and you're just a guest. Mo Norman, from a from a from a cult pipeline perspective, Mo? I mean, dude, that guy. Give the guys respect. Tiger Woods says he's the best ball striker he's ever seen. Is that right? Yeah. Tiger's. Well, that'll be dated if I say it now, because the PGA Championship's happening now, but we don't know how it's going to turn out. Did we make the bet of him missing the cut, or did you not take that bet? I did not take that bet, but uh, it's going to be funny when we watch this because this will air afterwards. Anyway. I asked you to prepare some of your favorite American stereotypes. We have had a lot of fun. I love this. We have had a lot of I fun at uh, Canada's expense today, but I, I love I love it. I think you can tell it comes from a place of love. Um, Are we playing Know Your Pants where it's like the <laughs> <laughs> I think Mexico's the pants. We're the shirt. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, 
Touche. Yeah, thank you. Uh, as, as George W. Bush, 43, would say, touche. Uh, um, what, uh, what are your favorite American stereotypes? Well, I'm not, like, this borderline, like, this could be a fact. Because, like, you go out, you're like, say you're out of Walmart. There's a staggering statistic that one-third of every American weighs as much as the other two. <laughs> I liked that. Wow, I'm on yeah. my way to being part of that statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm partially alarmed and partially amused. And, like, I'm joking, but, yeah, you, like, go around and it's like, this, is, this guy just sucking corn syrup for breakfast? Like, yeah, it, the answer People are yes. afraid here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, freedom. You take the free, you take the, you take the afraid out, yeah. and all of a sudden, food starts tasting real good. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, also, if you take the the greens and the vegetables out too, who right? needs them? Besides the fear. Um, any other American stereotypes besides us being fat people at Walmart? <sighs> I thought that was all your culture. The, uh, wealth. All right. I mean, that's well, fair. There, there's a joke. There's what's the difference between uh, America and a tin of yogurt? Um, let's say that very clear for the microphones. What's the difference between... A, like a tin of yogurt and America? What? You leave a tin of yogurt alone for 200 years, it develops a culture. <laughs> oh! Oh, shit! What's Canadian culture? Ice fishing and hockey? America. It's basically America light. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. all, all the America taste, none of the calories. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's you guys true. are uh, lean... Mean and full of uh, poutine. <laughs> <laughs> when do you head back? When do I head back? <laughs> Are you trying to kick me off? No. <laughs> Don't Happy birthday, it. by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm here till the 31st. The 31st? Yep. Wonderful. So I got the calamari invitation to look forward to. Wow, we didn't get an invite to that. Uh, Maybe I, I shouldn't have said that. I don't think. No, it's fine. No, no, we did not. We I were not. Think, I don't think that is the thing. I think it's like anyone's invited, right? No. No, it's it's extremely exclusive. Mm. We did not get the calamari invitational invite. He did say that if people didn't start registering, he would go to uh, Tier B. And I was curious if we might be on Tier B. Maybe he went to Tier B and we're not on Tier B either. <laughs> I started kind of realizing as I'm watching on Instagram as people continue to like unbox different shit and just like make all that ASMR and toss their stuff around and go, check out my homies. <laughs> unboxing this and that and collab with this look at me i got this and that i realized nation golf is not on the inside circle of cool people we're not on that influencer circle have you noticed that well that's fine that's, that's good though yeah oh i'm not complaining at yeah. all yeah i would you want me on the other end say, hey yeah use code bro save 20 percent like, yeah yeah. I'm pretty sure you guys would request the shirts back. When 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 an item makes its way around the influencer world, I've always noticed like our mailbox is empty. And I'm not complaining. I've well, just... we got we got um, uh, uh, Cole to send us the fucking putter and the Scotty Cameron divot tool ripoff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, I what? texted him and I said, yeah. "Hey, I'll post about this when all your dumb friends are done next week." Yeah, so, <laughs> he just so, laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we love Cole Young Metalwood I'm Studio. I'm sitting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sitting on we, it. We love Cole Young Metalwood Studio. He sent us uh, the putter grip and the divot tool that he had sent everyone. And uh, you know, if we had posted it when we got it we would have been one of like a thousand people so i love that you sent him the message that says when everyone else is done it you know uh jerking off to this sorry dad jerking off to this putter grip uh we'll, we'll post it ourselves hmm. and we'll maybe we'll do it right we'll do it the way everyone else does it you pull it out you kind of crinkle it a bit to make some noise and then you throw it off to the side and then you say my homie cole young with the hot fire we could do something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be real. That a would couple get, hundred emojis. Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred emojis. That would get hella likes. Hella likes. A lot of uh, reshares. Yeah. We got to figure out how to like better integrate ourselves into this whole like influence. Hey, world. just remember, influencers were never created sitting down. Right, a legacy was never created sitting down. I believe they put that into a green at the hype golf event, <laughs> which is funny because Mozart created a legacy sitting down, <laughs> and so did a lot of other people. But we also didn't get invited to that, and we didn't get invited to the Malbon thing the year before. What are we doing wrong? I think we're doing something right. Yeah, you guys are staying in your lane. You're doing your cool thing the way you guys want to do it. Yeah. And like, that's why I like, respect like, so much about like, this brand. It's like, I, like, the hell of like, whatever is like, going on. It's like, we're sticking with like, shit that's like, classic, like, that'll stand the test of time. Like, it's not just going to get like, a five-second reshare. And Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's, that means a lot. Authenticity means a lot to us around here. And we're just having fun. Everybody do their own thing. Have a good time. We're just laughing at the fact that those invites never find the way to our mailbox. But 
<laughs> Whatever. People really have a fucking tough time dealing with guys who tuck in their shirt these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, they're stuffing. It's like, I could drink you under the fucking table, dude. <laughs> Children. And I've been there. He normally does his drinking under the table of other people right before he has to operate a motor vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey boys, you miss me? <laughs> is that why I like the farewell? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just walk up in the bunker yeah. and say, "Oh shit, I got to go." Take stress out of the equation. That's all I'm saying. Your favorite part about golf? As we're wrapping this up, favorite part about golf? Yeah. If you had to name one thing, what's your favorite part about it? Oh, it's just like one of those like I don't know. To me, it's like kind of like a journey of like self-discovery. It's like. You find out a bit about yourself, like it's like, oh, like why am I getting like getting mad about this? Like it's mm. it's only game, like yeah, like you should be like having fun, like and probably like the biggest thing is just like the connections, mm. yeah, like, I made and that like everyone else makes too, because yeah, there was like the one day where I originally got the invite mm. to play the tournament. I actually had like an interview for like some head hunting company or whatever, like mm. recruiters, and it was like one of those bullshit like two hour like let's see if you're a good fit mm. type interviews, like. Dude, you could have just like texted me, just like don't waste your time. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like so. It was like after that, it was like almost like a kick in the bum where it's like okay, like I got the text, I didn't get the job, and then I got the invite. So it's like <laughs> maybe I'm on like the right page right, here. Right, right, right. It's like I'm like in the lane, like I'm still like meeting a lot of like really like great people. Yeah. Like having a lot of fun, just seeing where it goes. As we wrap it up, any big plans tonight for your big thirty? By the way, that's that's a big birthday. Yeah. And the fact you're spending with us means a lot to us. Um. What are you doing tonight? Nothing really planned. I think uh, Chanya and I might go out for a quick round. Yeah. Maybe after work. And maybe we'll go right back to Carlsbad. Maybe. He's done at work and I might just go play uh, Rancho Carlsbad or something like that. Sure. Hmm. You go out for a rip? Uh, go out for a rip, bud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been such a pleasure. Let's uh, let's top off our glasses. Uh, Although I topped yeah, you off pretty darn good. Why don't you top yourself off? Yeah. Huh? Well, uh, can we, before we actually cheers... Let's get your honest review, Ryan, on the uh, Canadian club. I, honestly, this is not bad at all. Palatable? It's totally. Yeah. This is this is 110% drinkable. I was gutting for the rye one. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have a blend of, like, uh-huh. I'm a cannibal. Like, even this was, like, hard to come by. It only came in, like, Mickey's. What's your go-to drink up, like, at, at home? Like, I'm just, like, going out to a bar, rye ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Take a wide shot of this, Patrick. This is why you got to love this bottle. <laughs> Idiot proof. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You stumble around the trailer park, you fucking drop yeah. your handle. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. exactly. Just, just nice and tight. Nice and tight. Just absolutely. tie a noose around that and drag it behind your moose, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, boys. Cheers to the Happy fellowship. Birthday, Cheers birthday. to the golf professional. Right. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah.